0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Clickbait. We have some very interesting Bachelor Nation (laughs) news this week, as well as a clickbait asking if we've all forgotten how to date. And we have a special guest today who knows a thing or two about dating on reality television, and I'm so excited to pick her brain because... She is not a part of the Bachelor Nation franchise. She is actually from Summer House. Lindsey Hubbard will be on the podcast today. And I cannot wait to get into it with her because we actually, uh, we have some juicy stories and news we would like to break down with little Lindsay. So, but let's get started with a Bachelor Nation breakdown first. And first up, we have, y'all are convinced that Bachelor in Paradise filming has kicked off. And... I guess for good reason in a way, because so many, um, I guess, iconic people from Bachelor Nation were together this past weekend. Um, but I also have to say, why would Ben Higgins, who's in a relationship, Dean, who's in a relationship, and Jared, who's in a relationship, be in paradise?
1: Let's just, um, we'll clear it up. You know, we'll clear all this up. I'm sure everybody already knows it now because it's out there. But it was Ben Higgins bachelor party in Cabo. So that's why these guys were all together.
0: But, um, yeah, sorry to burst your guys' little bubble. But did you no, what did you
2: think when you first saw it? Did you think something was up? I mean, like, I kind
0: of did. But no. nothing like Bachelor in Paradise. I just thought it was like maybe Dean and Kaylin like decide to get married and have like a really small little mm. intimate thing. Cause I know that they're very like off the grid with that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was like one of my thoughts. And then mm-hmm. obviously Ben is engaged. So he's, yeah. he's getting married pretty soon here.
1: Did I, you think something was up Joe? N- no, I, when, I mean, when I saw this article, I looked and I saw it was Ben Higgins bachelor party. So I was like, okay, well there's the answer. I mean, <laughs> um, and I I wasn't watching their stories or anything. To I didn't even know they were all in Mexico. But
2: wait, you didn't see Reject Island on Nick Fiall's Instagram?
1: Mm, I don't think so.
2: Oh my god, you have to go watch it right now. It's uh, it, anyone who's listening. What is Reject Island? Okay, Reject me, Island is so funny. That. Um, Nick, Nick Fiall did a uh, not a TikTok, but it was like a Reels, and he did Reject Island instead of like Paradise Island, I guess. And it's funny. Yeah. And so he like puts like Jared on there and he says something that people say about him. And then Ben they called him the most boring bachelor. And then oh he like God. basically said like what people have been saying about all of them. Uh, he put um, Wells on there and was like dates famous person and is a bartender. Like, you know, so it was actually. Oh, and funny. so he called it Reject Island. It was pretty funny.
1: They're being shot by a, a shotgun. That's uh, what it is.
2: i I don't know what the sound effect is i'm I'm not that i'm not that tech savvy but um i thought it was pretty funny so when i saw that i was like "Ooh, that's fun what they doing i thought they were in la i didn't know they were in cabo and then i saw the article and i was like oh okay got it makes makes so much sense now um i just love people's theories like
0: they see a couple of imagination people in one place and then they just kind of jump to some wild conclusions but I think that would kind of be really sneaky and kind of fun if Bachelor in Paradise started filming. Yeah. But not everybody knew about it.
1: That'd Wouldn't be that be cool. fun? That'd be cool. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's just not the case. Um, but Whoops. what do you think? What do you think? How wild do you think Ben's getting on his bachelor party?
2: How wild would you let yourself get? Let's ask that. You
0: <laughs> know, um, <laughs> I, I think I would just. Oh, my God. He just giggled to himself. Uh, <laughs> that means it's a bad, that's a bad sign. bad Abort mission.
1: No, I would what? do the cliche. I would do the cliche um, Las Vegas with my friends, gambling, um, going to dinners. Strip uh, clubs. I, yeah, I'm not that big on strip clubs. I grew up in a neighborhood where a strip club was like two blocks away.
0: Okay, so you would get pretty wild, right?
1: Yeah, I would have fun. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't cheat on my fiance, but I would have fun.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. is that a thing? You keep bringing that up. Do I, people just, really know, cheat on their say. fiancees? Why does that mean you have
0: gone wild if you're cheating?
1: Well, I've heard people like sometimes give each other passes for that day. Like, you know, it's the last. Yeah. Would you do that?
2: that? Would you do that?
1: No. No, I wouldn't. But that's why I'm asking. Like, I wouldn't. Would you?
2: It depends. Oh.
1: Really? It
2: depends. Yep. It would depend on if I am in the same place or not. You know what I mean?
1: So like open relationship kind of stuff.
2: No, meaning that if you went to Vegas and I was in Vegas and you had a night and I knew it was just a night and not a week or a whole bunch of nights, maybe I would be really? into that. Maybe. Maybe. Wow. Maybe. No, but let me if ask you. I'm this. in New York and you in Vegas for a week with your boys and you think you're gonna get a week pass? Hell fuck no. <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? Okay, but no. wait. If that were to happen, do you think that that opens the door for that to happen possibly again? Mm, I would hope not. Yeah, I would hope you not. would hope so. Or what if that makes him have like realize, like, oh shit, like I'm not ready for this.
3: Mm, yeah, like, I doubt see, that. Like, I mean,
0: that's my, the look, fear of everything.
2: My husband would have probably had lots of sex. <laughs> so I
0: don't, I don't think that's.
2: You're be not the concerned case. about that. Okay, yeah, I guess that's true. But, yeah, so I, I mean, say, I, I, guess that I just you're never say dating. never. I don't know. I would have to really trust the person, of course. You know, there will be a lot of things that would go into play. I mean, now, if I'm in a situation like Ben and his fiancée, where clearly we're not having sex until we get yeah. married or something like that, of course not. So, you know, it just depends. I'm just a never say never type of person. I don't know.
1: I, I, I appreciate that. I like, I like hearing never say never.
2: Mm-hmm because yeah. i mean i might meet a man who'd be like boo look this just about look your whole life about to change when you get this when you get this okay let me do this and boom 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 i don't know that's I that is very know. interesting i don't yeah. know okay well, also I guess you don't, you don't have to but the, but hey the past goes both ways and he's gonna have to know that
0: <laughs> that's the truth that's a true statement right well this is very interesting. Now we have to go ask, but yeah. I don't really see Zach doing that, like ever. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he's lived his life, and so he's like,
2: I don't know, right? And well, also, I think if you give them the pass, they might not even take it. It's just the thought that you gave it to them, and they're like, "Well, that was cool as fuck." But well, no, if you give me a pass, if
1: you give me a pass, and I know you're going to use a pass, you know, possibly. Um, you don't yeah. know what I if, I if do she do doesn't.
0: What if you think she doesn't, and then she doesn't?
1: Listen, if a pass is given <laughs> and we're agreeing on it, then I'm using it. I'm not going to, you know. Uh, maybe, but, but it has to be on agreeable terms. All right. You know, right, but got it. never okay. say never. We never know what's going to happen. Who knows? We'll see. How we'll do we get this holds. on
0: Ben? Okay. Can we just, can we start Let's talking about on. this regarding Ben Higgins, the bachelor party?
2: Okay? I know. He I know. I know. I know. Anyway, I know. moving on. I'm going to finish this real quick and say, Tasha. Oh, God. If yes. On your bachelorette party, Matthew McConaughey just so happens to be there. Oh, shit. I'm just saying. Over. You know, you know <laughs> what I mean? I mean, you might have to call Zach and be like, yo, babe, you get that pass, okay? Because I got to go.
0: That is so funny. But he knows that. Like, he's he knows that. If I'm in an elevator with Matthew McConaughey, like, it's game over. But just for really? a Really? Just for me, just for a minute. Like I'll see him tomorrow, but like, you know what I mean. Or like maybe in two hours when I'm meeting up for dinner. But ah, Matthew is my speak. man. That's why so we Zach never get just never. better hope
1: that elevator doesn't break down. Or,
0: you know. or I should hope. Anyway, moving right. on. Okay, <laughs> so going on to the next Bachelor Nation breakdown, we have some really fun, exciting news. Kevin and Astrid are having a baby, which. Brought so much joy to my heart because I, I've seen, I, I don't, I've never met Kevin or Astrid. Have you guys met them?
1: Yeah. I'm actually hey. friends with both of them. They were on hey. my season oh. of Paradise.
0: Wow. So oh, I, I that. saw that.
1: I saw that. And
0: um, you watched it go down.
1: Yeah. They, you know, they were the um, one of the couples on Paradise that, you know, there's always that couple that people are like, oh, that's the boring couple because mm-hmm. they're just really into each other. They mm-hmm. do their yeah. own thing. And that's how they wore um great people very genuine um and i'm very happy for them and their relationship is awesome and it's clearly working and now they're having a kid so Ooh,
2: right. yeah. i want to be the boring couple
1: yeah
0: I no think it's you fun you to should. be the boring couple it's very fun to be the boring couple i guess
1: i would
2: love i would love that oh <laughs> yes on tv i mean compared you know what i mean
1: yeah i think that's the goal is to be the boring couple and then um also never say never (laughs) (laughs) you know
0: no but bringing it back to them um this story is just so it's it's so sweet just because they also have struggled like a lot of people out there with becoming pregnant and astrid actually underwent ivf in the past trying to become pregnant and Um, She did say that her heart is with all the people that are trying because she knows firsthand how hard it is um, to see these kinds of posts, which is people being very excited for being pregnant and whatnot and and feel very discouraged. And um, the fact that she has struggled with fertility and conceiving naturally, she just like is still spreading love to everybody else that is trying to keep going. And it was just really sweet to see her be so positive on both ends. But also... I
2: don't know. Know that pain. Yeah, talk about her struggle, and she released it on Mother's Day, which was so freaking cute. Um, and I think it did give a lot of people hope. Uh, because I mean, yeah, I've heard about it so much. And how old is Asher? Do you guys know how old she is?
1: Uh, I believe. I, I believe she's in her 30s, her low 30s. I would say Astrid's probably like 30 or 31, maybe. Mm-hmm, I'm not 100%. Mm-hmm. Astrid, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but I think I'm <laughs> right. So Yeah, you look Astrid great. Is you look great. Oh, okay. Okay. Astrid is 31. Oh, she's 31. Astrid is 31,
2: and Kevin's 37. Okay. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, it's it's something that affects people, really, it seems like, of all ages. and Who knows what the factor is? So, I am mm. really excited for them as well, and they, I saw that... um Oh, my gosh. So Kevin said, uh, he said something about you'll never walk alone again. When I was reading this article, it was like, yeah. you'll never walk alone again. And I was like, I literally almost cried. I was like, see, you know what? He need to go teach a seminar to these men being like, I'll see you later. It, Bye. It is possible. <laughs> you know?
0: It is possible. You just have to find two people that are just willing to actually put in the work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Really um, true. Joe, did you ever think that they would have a baby together? Did you ever yeah. see this coming? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I, they I had saw. that strong of a bond. I mean, being on Paradise, I mean, like yes. seeing
1: really. Yeah, they just cool. seemed very into each other. They seem very content
2: from the and, beginning. Was it from the yes. beginning?
1: Yeah, and like Kevin was the kind of guy where, um, you know, I think a lot of people go on the show and then like they either quit their job or then they're all of a sudden in like this influencing world. And Kevin was a fireman; he was never going to leave that and mm. they just both really seem to be the type of people that really want to start a family.
3: Mm. Um,
1: so I, yeah, I mean I saw it and I believe it and I'm very happy for them.
2: Oh, I love
1: that.
0: Yeah, well congrats to you both Ashton and Kevin. We cannot wait to see more about your guys' journey and gender yeah, reveals, really all, all that good stuff. stuff. All I mean the jo- good stuff. Joe and I
2: have blue on today. Taysha, is that blue and white that you, or is this it black? Is black and white? Yeah, well, look, we got blue on today. Maybe it's going to be a boy. Mm. I have blue jeans, though. So we do have blue Yeah, exactly. Okay. Blue jeans. It's going to be a boy. <laughs> Maybe okay, okay. we'll having a boy. Wait, Okay. You Let's heard put a bet first. on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be a boy. It's going to be a boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. There we go. And then yes. last but not
0: least, we do ba-dum, ba-dum, have Katie's first promo for her season that begins airing on June 7th. And y'all, it is a hot mess express. I was even there, and I was like, "Oh my god, there's so much drama!" Like, <laughs> or it's Taisha. it's ah, uh, it's
2: it looks spicy, if you will. Taysha, really? Yo, I need to know yeah. who the hell come out of the damn box? Who comes god. out of the big box? Who comes out of the box? Mm. You can't do any spoilers. Can't can't say that. All can't I can say is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's worth the wait. It's worth the wait. <gasps> I okay. saw that box and I was like,
2: hold on, wait, what? And then it's her
3: worth
0: face?
2: The
1: wait. But there's always going to be drama and it, there's always going to be a lot of fun. Now, because this is clickbait, we got to give you something. Taisha just so happened to be there. So we're putting <laughs> oh. you on the spot. You, you, could you give us something? Could you tease a little bit?
0: Okay. Okay. Give us I'll something. Give, you a something, something. give yeah. us something. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me think.
1: Okay. Were there any guys you were really, really impressed with the first night? Because you just went through this process. Was there anybody where you're like...
0: Okay, so there were some guys that came straight out of the limo. And Caitlin and I were freaking out because of the connection we saw. Katie's men are hot. Like, I I mean, they were coming out of the limo. And I was like, Lord have mercy. It's next level. So she is a very lucky girl. Oh, my God. Those pictures do not do justice. And yes, hi, Zach. Zachary, where are you?
2: Really? Yes. Yes. Okay, wait. I have another question for you, Tasha. Um, yeah. So, being the last Bachelorette and watching yeah. and helping Katie now be the Bachelorette, were you having deja vu moments? Mm. Were you like, girl, don't look. I have been there. Don't you. <laughs> or did you have to like. <laughs> like, what, like did you
0: Tell me. How was that? 100%. I felt like I was way more invested because I had just gone through it Mm -hmm. and I was almost like very protective of her in some ways because I, I just don't want her, I want her to like see the whole picture because when you are that lead, you don't get to see like what the guys are saying behind the scenes and like,
2: did you you see that? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes I did. Okay.
1: Okay, Did you have, did you have any, um, like FOMO where you're like, damn, like. I mean, I know you're happy now, but like were you was there a party that was still like,
2: like Well the
0: one part that I that I really didn't get experience was like, well, I gotta experience one limo. But like the experience of like having like six different limos come up yeah, and seeing guys' right. entrances and like having them do fun things for like you is just something that is just so special. And like those first impressions mean a lot, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. But granted, I had I wouldn't change my experience for the world of it. But right. I was just so excited to see her up there and the fact that I was watching it all go down Mm -hmm. and like able to enjoy that with her was so special. It was, it was so fun. Okay. I really wish
2: I had that. You had a Mm. you or a Caitlin to, yeah, to to help you through the way. Okay. So another question that I have for you Did you and Caitlin do good cop, bad cop? Like, Kate, we got to talk. And then you guys talk beforehand, like, okay, you go in, you be good, cup. I'm gonna be bad Did you take? Yes,
0: yes. Caitlin and I are, to be honest with you, it's so funny. It's so weird that we haven't hung out before, but like, we are a really good duo. I can't give off too many clues because I have a lot of little tidbits I want to feed you guys, you know, when the show starts to air. So, can't wait. That's all I got for now.
2: Yes, But okay. I have more juice. June 7th, Bachelorette, it starts. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And that's going to take us to our clickbait of the week. So this was very interesting. We found this article from Web, from WebMD, which is Mm -hmm. like hilarious to me.
1: Yeah. I actually stay away from WebMD personally because I'm a hypochondriac and I'll look things up and I'll think I have everything wrong with me. So.
2: Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, you have a sore throat. <laughs> yes, you're dying. Sorry. You're yeah. dead. You're dead. <laughs> oh, I would
1: love my. to watch you spiral
0: down WebMD one day. That <laughs> sounds like a really good time. It happens
1: once a week, I swear.
2: <laughs> I think that? they realize that they're giving people like literal anxiety attacks. So they're like, you know what, we can make some dating in um, articles now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so me it's a good idea. This one's great. Uh, did we forget how to date? Now, this article, they're talking about how we are so out of practice. People are so out of practice from being in the COVID and being in the pandemic world and quarantine world. So, did we forget how to date? Mm. Uh, what do, you guys, what do you guys think about
1: that? What do you guys think about that? Stupid! Stupid!
2: You don't think you think that you're just ready to go. (laughs) Yeah, I clearly didn't stop. Why? Why? Why has
1: everything got to be so complicated with everyone and every article? And just like we forget how to date. You go on a date. You go have dinner and you have a conversation. If you forgot how to have a conversation within a year period of being in lockdown, well. Then I, I I don't know what to tell you. I mean you should have started talking to yourself in the mirror at least once a week to try to practice oh and having a conversation. God. But
2: Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna challenge this. I'm gonna challenge this, Joe. I'm challenging this. Yes, do you please. do you you know how before COVID you would like meet someone and go in for a hug or like, you know, you'd hug them, shake their hand, whatever. Do you get weird about that now? Yes or no? Or do you still hug? Or maybe well, you're never a hugger?
1: In all fairness, I was weird about it from the beginning. Um <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not an intro guy, you know? You're not I, a I think, no, you're not a what? Like I'm not good at any like I'm not good at introductions. Like I'm just not. I'm good at having conversations. I'm good at um, you know, keeping people there. I'm even I'm even pretty good at goodbyes. But introductions, I'm just awkward. I'm okay, awkward so when question. I first meet someone.
2: Okay, question. I will say when I first met you, you were pretty awkward. Yep, that's true, guys. Actually, <laughs> No, really? that's
1: not true. That's not true. Because <laughs> when I first met you, I was really drunk at a club in New York, and I and was probably was, not that awkward.
2: It was, I'm telling you, as the person meeting you, it was awkward. <laughs>
1: really? Really. Yes. He was awkward. Well, look at
2: Joe.
0: He's pissed. I don't <laughs> okay. believe that, but whatever. You were. I don't remember meeting you, Joe. So I don't, I can't remember if you were awkward. You probably were awkward. We were at Disneyland.
1: Yeah. I was probably awkward. I'm bad at introductions. I just,
2: Taisha, do you get weird about hugs now? Like when someone's Um, like, oh, hey. And they like go in and you're like, like, do you do that?
0: It depends. Um, When I don't know the person and they just like, Taisha. And then they like try to give me a hug. Like that's weird to me. Like I, I don't know you. But the other day, I actually was at the mall. I saw someone I hadn't seen in a very long time. I was like, "Oh my god, hi, how are you?" And I went to go give him a hug, and then I realized like COVID. And I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." And then I got weird, and then I was like, "I don't know what to do with my hands." Like this was weird, and I literally said all that. Yes. Like, word moment. Yes. And so. Yeah. So I feel it's like weird. I'm a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: So I'm so Joe. Maybe this hasn't happened for you, but I'm telling you that I'm such a hugger. I'm such a hugger, and now. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, exactly what happened to you, Tasha. It happens all the time. So I'm taking that into this article with the dating. People meet, kisses, you know, you leave someone, kiss on the cheek, kiss on the mouth, whatever. You have a good date. Like, do you make out with someone after you go on this date? And it was great, Joe. Have you done that in the past? Are you doing that still? Do you not care? Well, do you get why people do care now?
1: <laughs> Wait, am I making out at the end of the date? I mean, if, if it goes there, then yeah, I will. Post COVID, I mean, it, I mean uh, but I'm not just gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give like a make out goodbye. But like, if we're like, like if you walk a girl to the
2: door after the date, and she's like, "Oh, it's not a really good date. I like this," and like she clearly standing around not going inside, you're yeah. not gonna. It's COVID. She's you're gonna kiss her it. or not?
1: Well, if I went on the date, that means I'm comfortable being around someone else. So yeah, I would.
2: Okay, so you would kiss her.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: I know a lot of people that would not do that because of COVID.
1: But if you're meeting someone and you're sitting next to them and you're having dinner with them, then you should be comfortable making out with them. Right.
2: You would, you would think, think so, so. But some yeah. people
1: aren't. Okay. Some yeah. are yeah, I Yeah. Yeah. It. It's cra- You know what? This is all. It's so crazy to me because you just see. It's like I see people that still wear two masks and then I see people that don't wear any. And right. it's like there's just there's mm-hmm. just this this polar opposite everywhere. Like in Texas, you go to a baseball game and they're at full capacity. You go right. to a Chicago Cubs game and there's nobody there because they can only seat whatever it is. I think and I could be wrong, so check it, but I think it's like twenty five percent.
2: Right. Oh, it' just So it's I, it's different everywhere. So that's what I'm saying. So if a girl from Texas is in Chicago visiting and We're making she, out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh <my God>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But if you have a girl from somewhere else and she's like like even this article talked about how they it's again it's WebMD guys. They were talking about how you should have a face mask as you have sex. If you had a girl, Joe, and she said
0: i'm I'm
3: sorry my mask on (laughs)
1: i'm sorry i'm not having sex with a face mask on Uh,
2: that's like that's like wearing socks that's weird i'm gonna say this um i feel that people have many dating fears right now um because i do think joe maybe you are just a godsend and you're just not just weird about interactions I agree with, I with, agree with
1: everything you're saying okay. right now. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Me, my on the other bigger. hand,
2: it is freaking, it's freaking weird. I will say that it's freaking weird when I go on a date with someone, because I'm thinking to myself, I know you don't online date, Joe, but for me, if I'm on an online date before COVID, it was like, well, honey, he probably went on three dates this week. Woo! Right? That is weird now because you're thinking to yourself, okay, this person probably went on other dates, and this, uh, clearly, if he's dating me, he's dating other people from these online dates. You don't know where they've been. You don't know if they've hooked up. You don't know anything. So it's kind of, it's just very awkward.
1: What if they're vaccinated?
2: No, that's a little different. That's a little, I think it's a little different. I do think it's a little different. I think that's why people have these conversations and people are talking about this now. But I do understand the social awkwardness and the dating anxiety because even myself, like I will say that, before COVID, i just used to have a lot of male attention every weekend all the time now my male attention is mainly from my guy friends when i hang out with them on the weekend and it's not it's a different type of male attention i went out
1: to this well, what was this way what what's it's the first male attention yeah I, what were you doing on the weekends there Natasha? no
2: i'm just saying like going out i would go out and then like men would talk to me they would get really close to me they would try to buy me drinks they would be saying things in my ears and it'd be really cute now that just doesn't happen anymore i saw this really cute guy at this party and i was like he's so cute but like i'm not uh, he was like weird and then I was kind of weird and like before COVID I probably just went like hey how you doing what's up you know but now it's just it's weird it's it's why weird because you just have I personally I feel this article you just haven't like at least for me I haven't been doing those things I haven't been making out with people I haven't been seeing people I have not been doing that I just haven't so you know, but they say it's like riding a bike, right? Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> going to say. Can yeah, you, as, as you, you just start, like tap
1: into that? Like, are, well, are you that rusty, you feel, or? <laughs> or?
2: Rusty. Mm. Y'all Joe no, just like, called my ass rusty. Y'all hear that? No, he did not. He, he just, <laughs> That is so rude. Never call a woman rusty.
3: <laughs> Your rusty
1: ass. I don't know what you're doing over there oh in New York. God.
2: I need to I'm gonna well, go get a mirror and be like, hello. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna, oh gonna probably please don't do that. <laughs> I'm gonna go just no, with a mirror. No. I
0: don't know. Oh my god.
2: No, I will say that I it is it it's I can definitely turn on goddess energy, is what I like to call it. I can definitely turn on goddess energy, um, but I think the seduction portion of um, meeting someone, mm-hmm. I am rusty on that. I'm totally yeah. rusty on that. The execution, I'm definitely rusty on that for sure. Without I hear that,
1: that. I've been rusty at that my whole life. I think <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm bad at I'm bad at introductions, <laughs> but. You know, I think that's why uh, that's why we all date on television. Right. That's why I think our our guest coming up right now. Everybody, it's that time. It's time for our guest. I think she is perfect because she's dated plenty of times on TV. She's on a very popular show on Bravo called Summer House. I'm sure you guys have seen it before. Everyone, please welcome Lindsay Hubbard. Lindsay, how you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Hi, guys.
3: Thanks for having me.
1: All right. So so excited to have you. Yes. Yes. We're going to do a little uh, background just in case people don't know, even though I'm sure they do. You're from Bravo Summer House. You're an original cast member. Can you kind of just give us a breakdown on how you got on that show?
3: Oh my gosh. Um, You know, the, the creators of our show had this, this grand idea to follow a a group of friends around the Hamptons um, (laughs) who share a house during the summertime and um, you know, like to party and get down on the weekends. So yeah, we, you know, my group of friends and I have been doing this for years and years. And then um, you know, they, the, the creators and and producers of the show kind of stumbled upon our friend group and they were like, jackpot, (laughs) (laughs) these people are psychos.
2: (laughs) I love that. Great for TV, great for TV.
1: Did you ever think like while you guys were vacationing in the Hamptons, like this should be a show?
3: Um, No, I mean, I I don't think any of us really ever thought to ourselves, like I want to be on reality TV or there should be a show about this. We just sort of did it. Every single summer um, and it was a way to get out of the city. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we, I don't think it ever crossed our minds. But then once, you know, we got casted and, and the show was getting produced, we were like, this is genius. Like, why didn't we think of this before? <laughs> exactly. Like,
0: exactly. we actually have it all. Yeah. Um, for a lot of the people that aren't familiar with Summer House, including some of actually even us. Can you explain to us what it means to be activated?
3: because yeah i would like, love to know out of my activated af <laughs> look mask.
0: at that i can guess
2: boo
3: i, I can guess i need an activated
0: mm-hmm. mug tell, yeah. tell, well, tell everybody actually what? Well, once you tell me what that means
3: <laughs> so so it, it, it sort of came out of my mouth at a dinner and carl really pissed me off i think he was <laughs> drinking too much and he was just saying just really like asshole things and i woke up from a nap and i just was like oh no 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 like we're not gonna go there right now and I and I just looked at him and I was like don't activate me you've not seen me activated like it was kind of like a warning because like yeah once you like flip that switch like oh, yeah. I, I will pop off on you and I just really wasn't in the mood to pop off that night I just wanted to like be happy and drink rose and eat dinner I didn't want to like get angry at anyone
2: yeah you have to tell him like hey calm down okay
3: yeah <laughs> Yeah. Once, I love you, once you get me activated, uh, there's no going back. <laughs> that yes. is
0: too funny. So then it became a thing, I'm assuming.
3: It does. Clearly. Yeah. You it's, now
0: have your mug.
3: I have a mug. I have a <laughs> whole, you know, I have a whole merch line dedicated to the words don't activate me and activated. <laughs> it somehow became like somewhat of a, a household term, which I think is really cool and impressive. But when COVID hit, people were DMing me left and right and they were just like, you know, my neighbor came at me and I told him not to activate me or like a bunch of wives were saying it to their husbands or, you know, moms were saying it to their toddlers who were acting out and being ornery. So they were just like, don't activate me. Well, let's yeah, be honest. We like,
0: all obviously say like, don't test me. Like, don't push that button because you know what's going to
2: happen. So don't activate me. I love that. But it's like it's like, Aaron, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, oh my gosh, I just activate. It was like, Irritate, but also aggravate together. Right, right? People ask genius. me Genius. That's
3: what I meant. People ask me if I meant aggravate, and I said no. No, <laughs> no, but it's like
2: irritate and aggravate together. I kind of love it. I'm obsessed yeah, like, with it. it. You don't, don't want
3: to see me lift off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: now
1: <laughs> now zero you zero to a hundred. <laughs> Lindsay, you have your own uh, PR company, right?
3: I do. Hubhouse PR.
1: Okay, and how's that going for you?
3: It's good. You know, obviously I was put on pause and I guess you could say I was furloughed from my clients at the beginning of the pandemic and shut down times uh, last March, April. I do a lot of hospitality PR and, um, you know, everything shut down. So if no one's walking into the venue, the restaurant, the rooftop, Mm -hmm. then why do they need me um, on retainer? So they furloughed me and uh, most of my clients put me on pause and then slowly, but surely they started coming back um, you know, last June, July, August. So um, yeah, I mean, PR is a very luxury service. It's yeah. usually the first thing to go and the last thing to hire back. But I'm very, very lucky to have very loyal clients that have been in my life for years. And, um, you know, I get referrals all the time. So it's fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool. And, and you're exciting. Y- you're a native New Yorker, right?
3: No, I'm from Florida originally. Oh, you're from Florida. Oh, yeah. So, so
2: how long have you been here in New York?
3: I've been here since I graduated college, which is 2008. Um, Oh, wow. I lived in LA for like three and a half years, but during that time, I was coming back to New York all the time for work. And then finally, in 2012, I moved back permanently. So, I don't know, like, what is that, thirteen years?
2: Yes. Okay. So, I love, I, I love that you said that you lived in LA too, because. now, we've seen a lot of your relationships on TV. Do you mm. have like a, you know, New York guys are like this, LA guys are like this, like a East Coast, West Coast thing that you feel about after mm. being on both coasts?
3: Yeah, it was really interesting because most of 2012, I was living very parallel lives on each coast. I was in New York one week, in LA one week, in New York one week, in LA the next week. So, and that lasted... For 10 months from like January to October. So I was dating guys in LA, but dating guys in New York. And,
0: oh my gosh. That's so yeah. scandalous. I love, I
3: love it. it. <laughs> well, I was also like 23. So Right, right, It's right. the time
0: to do it. It's the time to do it. it, cool wow. to do it. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah,
3: exactly. Um, uh yeah. So I I mean, in LA, I dated some talent agents and managers. And um, <laughs> Yeah, they, they do not like to put a title on it very quickly at all. So it was, more, it was more of just a known thing, like Lindsay and this guy are dating. All of our friends knew, our bosses knew, um, you know, and, and yet there was still no title on it. But whereas New York, people are just a little bit more direct. And once mm. I moved back to um, New York in October of 2012, uh, I wound up with a boyfriend pretty much immediately. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think that, I think that LA, they just are a little bit more casual. It's good yeah. figure. Right. Yeah. Which, right. Right. Yeah.
2: It makes sense. More laid back <laughs> and all that good stuff. Ugh, well, LA. we were talking
1: about, we actually talk a lot about dating on this podcast and hooking up and, and all the fun stuff. All right.
2: Mm-hmm. We do, <laughs> but no,
1: we do, we do. But we were just arguing about, um, there's people that like, they're uncomfortable dating now. And like, they don't really want to hug or because kiss.
2: COVID and quarantine.
1: Uh, yeah, right. with well, COVID and quarantine, but they'll have sex with a mask on their face. Like, <laughs> like that's, that's like awesome. a thing now, I guess. Like, <laughs>
0: see, your face is exactly the face that I made
3: <laughs> so when
1: hearing that. you're, Lindsay. Yeah, you're like, Linda, you're like, single, right? I'm not
3: gonna right? wear a condom. I'm not gonna wear a condom, but I'll wear a mask. But I'll wear a mask. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> are,
1: are you single? Are you that makes single? So
3: much sense. I am single.
1: Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. So if you go are you on, a
3: single in- Joe. <laughs>
1: I'm always single, baby. Okay.
3: So, <laughs> oh, no, but here's no. the thing.
1: Like if you if you go on a date, right? If you go on a date with somebody and you guys end up uh like having a good time, right? And you go back to your are you would you ever have have to like have sex with a mask on, That's what I'm asking. No. Yeah, all right. That's no. kind of no. what well, I was. It's going also,
3: okay, so here's the thing, right? And yeah. I feel like there's a lot of comedians who added to their 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 sketch or their bit, whatever you call it you know, about, you know, dating or, or not having sex throughout most of COVID. But now with the vaccine, I feel like, you know, it's either, it's either going one way or another where people are a little bit more reserved um, because we lost our sense of humanity and touch uh, with other humans for the last year and mm-hmm. almost a half, or it's going to go the other way. And everyone's like, Touch me, feel me, you know. Let's have sex and hook up. I don't know. I don't know which way it's going to go. But for me personally, I don't really have a. I if I'm having sex with somebody, I want to. Yeah, don't wear a mask. Unless, Be
1: completely naked. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. do you yeah. think now? Sense. Now
3: <laughs> from the,
2: but do you think now from the pandemic? Do you think you're more inclined to like maybe have? you know, make someone wait or like have one hookup partner, not, you know, wondering if they're having multiples. Like, do, are you more worried about that now than before?
3: Um, no, COVID has not necessarily changed my mentality or, um, you know, feelings on, you know, the time frame that I put on getting physical and intimate with somebody. Okay, I good. have always sort of operated like, on my my gut feeling in the moment, yeah. and if I want to have sex with you on the first date, I will. And if I want to wait, I'll wait. And who knows how long that could take? So I don't know. I've never really like. I guess like if I were to go out tonight and meet somebody, and I was extremely attracted to him, then I probably wouldn't make that decision based on COVID. The co- COVID. Yeah. yeah.
2: Right. 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 Okay.
3: That means have I'm you started vaccinated. going out?
0: Oh that's good. Okay. Yeah. So have you started going out since the city started opening up?
3: Um yeah. I mean it, it ha- it's so nice. I think we're at like 75% at venues mm-hmm. now and mm-hmm. um which is super exciting and you know it's it's also warming up finally. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like nice to go out and enjoy like a Saturday that's really nice to go day drink on, you know, uh at an outdoor patio or
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, Let me Ask you this: Have you noticed that people are being a little bit more reserved towards coming up to you and trying to like interact?
3: No, it's H- the hit opposite. <laughs>
1: okay,
3: oh, it's been the opposite. Oh, oh. Okay. Speaking of guys specifically, yes. yeah, 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 hitting on you, trying like, to, like Lindsay,
1: what's up? How you doing? Like you're at the bar, actually. I'm I'm bad at introductions. Never mind. Just, just, just ignore my my pickup line. I don't even know what the fuck no, I just actually, said. Actually,
3: this is like a really good test for you, Joe. Like, what is the pickup line? Like, if you... He's if, bad at introductions. Yeah, like, if you didn't meet me on this podcast and you saw me at a bar, like, what would you say to me? Come on, Jones. Well, that's the we thing. I, well,
1: here, here, to be honest, I did meet it. you on this podcast, so I would use that. I'd say, Lindsay, what's up? Uh, you remember me? You were on my podcast. And you'd be like, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, what are you drinking? <laughs> I don't know. No, I wouldn't say. I don't know what I would Why is say. your
0: voice going out? What are you drinking?
2: <laughs>
1: You're drinking? Uh, no, I'm bad. I'm bad. But I, I can have a conversation. So once I once I got you there... And you're like willing to talk to me for got her you know, where o- over a yeah, minute? Exactly. Like, he's trying to get me Got drunk. you in. He's trying my, trying to got you. <laughs> no, listen. Got you. Yeah. Okay, well, here he
0: gets got flustered. In, we had just had this conversation that but he's not very you good vicinity. at introducing yes. himself to women. Yeah. So yeah, it's let's really give you, funny that you just put him on the spot right now because he yeah, literally was, was just really very flustered. Fifteen. He
2: literally said he's bad at introductions, but he's good at conversation
1: once it starts. Okay. What do you What do you expect? Like, what do you want? Like, what's a good? How do you get picked up?
2: Ask a woman what she won't, Joe. Go ahead. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He hears yeah. about us
1: all day. That's so so why I do this podcast. The
3: okay, so, like, if a guy was to come up to me at a bar or outside somewhere, what would A guy named me? Joe. A guy named Joe. I would <laughs> say, like, I don't know, just, just being, like, super yourself and, like, not saying anything that you think is going to impress me because, it, mm. to, to be quite honest, it's hard to impress me. <laughs> yeah, no. as long as you can make I hear me that. laugh, as long as you can make me laugh like you will immediately have my attention so yes just being funny but also well, like you have to naturally be funny
1: I, I am though that's why I, I would actually be very good at this <laughs> like this is kind of what I do that's why you know listen I, I, okay 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 uh Come
2: moving down. on we're gonna move on to dating <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna move on to more dating stuff um you have like all of us on this podcast one thing we have in common we've all dated on tv Yes, yes, <laughs> yes we have <laughs> Woo-hoo. how many people can say that mm. um so dating on tv how did you deal with that? it was very different of course from being on the bachelor you literally were everyone was immersed in your life being on when you were on your actual show and you were filming so
3: how your actual that,
0: friends too? do you That's love it you, no, I hate you... it. I mean, you,
3: here's it here's the thing is like, uh, you know, dating on TV might be one of the absolute hardest things to do and especially during a time where you know, you're literally like for the last 5 years watching me grow up and mature and learn mm-hmm. very hard adult lessons <laughs> on reality TV, which I think is really really cool for viewers because it's it makes me a relatable person. But, you know, at the same time, if I have a boyfriend, you're, you're going through those, you know, conflicts alongside me and, and, you know, judging me for like my reactions, like I'm mm-hmm. human. Right. But at the same time, um, you know, this is my life and you know, where, where it differentiates from the bachelor is, you know, it's, it's less of a, a more of a gamified situation. It's like, I'm actually dating this person and they're pissing me off or, you know, I'm not getting what I need or do I move in with him or do we take that next step into the next chapter together, et cetera, et cetera. So it is really, really hard because it's so incredibly personal. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's like the most personal relationship that you can watch on TV is like, you know, a partnership between two people. Right. So like when the cameras are
0: off, it's still your life.
3: Right. I mean, this, this season, the cameras didn't stop. Uh, we were right. in the house for two months straight, almost two months. Um, and, you know, the cameras were on 24 seven around the clock. So, you know, there's also those times when I mm-hmm. had a boyfriend this, you know, last summer. And um, I am going to, you know, get intimate with my boyfriend, but there's a camera there. So, you know, that's something that you're like, oh, ah, God. And, you know, what am I supposed to not have sex for the next two months? Or, you know, do I just say, whatever, fuck it. Like, you know, there's a camera there and America's going to watch this. So, I mean, there is like a lot of, you know, challenges to dating on TV. Um, And most of my relationships have exploded literally in front of your eyes. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do think that it helps viewers, you know, want to root for me. In the sense that they've seen me go through all of these fucked up relationships, and they really want to see me with a a guy who could be a good partner to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely, so that's like
3: a really exciting part.
1: Yeah, it, exactly. There's no there's no like private room for you guys, or the if bathroom. you do. Okay. Wow. Okay.
3: Yeah, that's different. You can't have cameras in the bathrooms, and a lot of like, hooking up
1: happening in the bathroom,
2: huh?
3: Well. <laughs> I don't, I can't speak for anyone else. Like I was, I would just get drunk and was like, ah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah. So do you, um, I know, do you still have a checklist? Cause I know you did that, right?
3: So I did have a timeline, um, timeline,
1: timeline checklist. Sorry.
3: Yeah. But that timeline was very specific to that relationship. Got it. Like I don't have an individual timeline for my personal life, you know, like where I'm like, I want to be married at this age. Like, like that timeline was very specific to the guy I was dating because I thought he was going to be my forever person. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just wanted to be vocal about, you know, where I, I thought we should be at what time together as a couple. And he agreed to it completely. Um, and uh, unfortunately, we, we wound up breaking, breaking up before like the beginning of the timeline could even start. Um, and I think
1: uh, not to cut you off, but I think that's very relatable and relatable to women because I think a lot of women feel unnecessary pressure to be married at a certain age or have to have kids at a certain age. Yeah. Right.
3: Right. right. Well, yeah, especially for, you know, women in their thirties, like, unfortunately I either have to pop out babies or freeze my eggs because past 35, you know, they start going downhill. I mean, they're literally called geriatric. After you're 35, the eggs in a woman are called Mm -hmm. geriatric eggs. Really? Yeah. And I don't know if it's like PR for fertility clinics that, you know, (laughs) they want to scare you into freezing your eggs or, um, or, you know, or if that's just like more of a scientific term, but, um, yeah, like, so I'm kind of at a point now where like the only timeline I have to really think about is you know, if I do want to have kids or babies, which is something that is very important to me and I do want, then I need to, you know, freeze my eggs so that I have that ability. Like maybe it might not happen until I'm 40, but at least I'll draw from like 34, 35 year old eggs and 40 year old eggs.
2: So do you think you're going to, I actually just started the process by the way. Oh, wow. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So again, it's something that we think about, right? When you get in your right. 30s, it's something you think about. So, do you think are you hesitant to do it? Do you think you will go through with it?
3: Oh, a 100%. I think yeah. it would be, you know, really silly of me not to take advantage of the technology that we have today and and just like it's it's an investment and insurance into my future and mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that it you know, most women if they have the financials to do so, and if we have the technology and, and, and the world to do so, then let's take advantage of it. Um, not for anyone else besides ourselves, you know? Right,
2: right. Yeah, you okay. Don't know sorry. what's going to happen. No, I agree. So I have another question for you here, darling. Um, yeah, do, keep you keep think, <laughs> do you think with your past relationships that's happened that we've seen unfold on TV and your timeline and everything and you being such a successful badass – do you think women can have it all?
3: Um, all. I do think that this is they, a good question. I, yeah, I do think so. And I oftentimes talk to a lot of my, my girlfriends who are my age, some are engaged, some are married, some are single. And we have this conversation quite often when we're together, you know, it's, it's so interesting how women can multitask, you know, like holding up a full-time job but also raising kids and um you know always thinking about you know the calendar and you know how to you know clean the house and and whatever and yes people have nannies but i do think that women can have it all um i think that you, they just have to find the correct partner that allows them to be in a position to you know excel and succeed in having it all and also you know, matches their you know their 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 contribution to the family and you know at home.
2: Yeah, I I I 100% agree with you. And for all of our listeners, you can have it all, boo. You can. You yeah, you can. You can. I, and even yeah.
3: if you want to do it by yourself, you know, I think you can have it all without a partner as well. Uh, you know, right. that's something I, I I I'm like okay. Well, if at some point you know I get to I, I'm I'm not satisfied with um you know a man in front of me or, or a partner, then I would eventually consider maybe raising a family on my own. Um, you know, if, if people unfortunately are divorced and they can, can manage to coexist and co-parent, then I should be able to do so as well.
2: Yeah. I think having it all is whatever that definition is for you, right? Right. It's like, how do you
3: define successful? Like everyone's definition of successful is very different depending on if you think, Successful is getting married and having babies, or if it's more of a career um, you Going know, in position. Them. You're right, yeah. right.
2: I know a lot of people who don't want kids. Who I know a lot of women who are like, no, like I'm good. I, I don't want that. That's not having it all to them. Uh, so yeah, I think it's it's very definitive to you as a person, uh, definitely. And also, Lindsay, I know Paige from yeah. Summerhouse. And I actually think I met you once at uh, she had a big dinner, a big dinner at sauce once and Oh really? I'm was pretty that sure. right
3: before COVID
2: hit? Right. That was, before. That was the
3: Wednesday. And uh-huh. then we got shut <laughs> we got shut down on Thursday. Yep. But that was our last dinner, like and we were all together, right? It was yep. like
2: that was the last us? hurrah. Yeah. Yep. It was family night. hmm I remember. I remember March
3: eleventh, twenty twenty. Oh my goodness day we too. will never
2: forget, right? <laughs>
3: Yeah because March 12th the next day was a Thursday and we got shut down.
2: Yeah, it was wild. Crazy. It was wild. Um and okay, so now I'm going to give you my other quick little uh <laughs> So your castmate Luke. Let's talk about him for a second. <laughs>
3: I'll just. I always Joe, have don't l- get jealous. I can see Joe's. <laughs> I am getting a little
1: jealous. You see that?
3: <laughs> she literally just wow. said, "I can see and Joe is uh, uh, starting to twitch." You can
1: read me. Yeah. You're really throwing me off. I've never been this flustered <laughs> yeah, in the interview. His eyes started
3: rolling. He's like,
1: "Ah, oh, look <laughs> Here's that this guy." guy. We can't talk about slow. another guy on the podcast.
2: <laughs> so. Did you, so everyone wants to know if you guys, like, I don't even know where this rumor came from that you guys were together, not together, hooking up, not hooking up, whatever. I, being a New Yorker as well, I actually matched with him on a dating app, like, years, no, years ago, years ago, like, before he was on the show. (laughs) It wasn't Tinder. I think it was actually Hinge, I Hinge. think. Yeah, I think it was on Hinge. But like in 2017 or like 18 or something. It was a long time ago. We never met up. We never, it never was a thing. But it was really funny to see him on the show. And I was like calling Paige like, oh, my God, this guy. Tell me everything. She's like, girl, look. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So spill the tea, Lindsay. Tell us. <laughs>
3: um. Uh, so the rumor was started because I guess, Hannah had gotten a DM from a psychic on Instagram (laughs) and the psychic tells Hannah that she has this feeling that Luke and Lindsay have hooked up and I mean I just like it's the biggest stretch of the imagination I could think of um but no I never hooked up with Luke um I think he's such a good looking guy. He's so handsome. Very he, hot. You know, he he's very handy. Um, he can mm. build, build and fix everything. Um, you know, okay. but no. <laughs> I, I mean, thought
2: you meant something else. I'm like,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the other kind of handy. Gotcha. He's yeah. probably that too. <laughs> We've seen that on the show. <laughs>
3: That was Carl. (laughs) That was Carl who got him with me. Um, anyway, so, so, you know, I, the whole time I've known Luke, I was dating Steven and Mm -hmm. I've never, um, you know, up until last summer when we were living in the house together all summer, I had never hung out with Luke one-on-one ever in the city by myself. Um, my ex-boyfriend was there every single time. We were always in like a group Sort of setting. setting. And um, yeah, so I just was like, when I heard that, the only thing I really heard was like, they're accusing me of cheating on my boyfriend. Uh. Who who at that time, when the rumor came out over summer, I had just broken up with Steven like three days beforehand. So (laughs) for me, I was just like, I'm a Leo, I'm very loyal you know, and I'm not a cheater. I don't like cheaters. Right. And so you're basically insinuating that I cheated on my boyfriend and that's now attacking my character. It's attacking everything I stand for. And and if you know Leo as well, like that is something you do not go for my loyalty because mm-hmm. it's the, the, the most known thing about me.
1: You seem to have a very healthy outlook. Like I really appreciate everything that you're saying. And I want to know like what is your biggest takeaway? What did you learn the most from being on reality TV?
3: Um, you know, I think that I have a really big advantage and opportunity being on TV to to reflect on <laughs> my behavior and um, you know, certain actions that I take and and learn from that and grow from it. So, I think the biggest thing I've I've ever learned is just like how to be self-aware. Mm-hmm. enough with myself to learn and grow um and be a better person for my future.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I love it. I love that. All right, Lindsay, um you are awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Before we let you go, could you tell our listeners where they could follow you?
3: You can follow me on Instagram at lins hubs. Um and then if you want some activated merch, go to shophubs.com.
2: <laughs> oh, I love that. shophubs.com guys, you hear it. Thank great. you so much. You're such a badass. So glad you're doing me.
1: well. Yes, Thank you, course. Lindsay. Lindsay Hubbard. she was great.
2: We're gonna call this show. Joe flirts with the with the guest. I was, now, not, how flirting. Fun. I was
0: segment, not flirting. Joe, this segment, no, This now now for this segment. I don't know Joe what flirts but with honestly, the guest. Honestly, I was here for it.
1: <laughs> I was not flirting. I was just asking. I was just asking. It's summertime questions.
0: for Joe. He's like starting to like it's get true. excited about things. I am
2: vaccinated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did not say it like that. Yes, Fuck did. off! No way. Yes, I no, did not say it like that. No, I didn't. did. Whatever.
2: I am. Whatever. You she, did was cool. she was cool.
1: She was cool. I hope we get to interview more people from Summer House because they seem like a lot of fun. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's Joe was living play. his
1: best life that's with that conversation. Oh boy. Look at him. Oh, He's boy. blustered right now. Are you
0: red, Joe?
1: No, I'm not red, Taisha.
0: You shut are
1: red. Oh my god this podcast <laughs> all right you guys I'm i think that's, for- for that's it for
0: some blackmail joe please smile Flirts with i just took Guess a picture me. of you
1: yeah right okay <laughs> enough
0: <laughs> all right well we just want to say thank you to all of our listeners and of course the beautiful Lindsay. she i don't know i think she spiced it up a little here today she's so great yeah. and um she definitely got joe flustered which i love doing so thanks Lindsay, for coming i hope we all are able to hang out sometime yeah, love I mean, that she leo
1: did, energy she, she threw me off my game a little bit but it's okay she really did you know? it doesn't <laughs> happen very often but please make sure to check us out on social like comment dm us you know where to find us at BN on instagram facebook and twitter share your stories with us we're dying to hear what you're getting into this week
2: and subscribe to our podcast on apple podcast spotify the wondery app or wherever you guys are listening right now hit the subscribe button